Okay, so folks, we just got cut off right there. Um, don't know what happened. Technical difficulties. Anyway, Joel was just about ready to get into a dessert category. Well, actually, I think he was getting ready to slap the uh, pie guys around a little bit by saying that I, was not I think included. I'm gonna, I, I think I'm going <laughs> to slap some of your judges and your pie boys. Oh, okay. All right, let's hear um, it. Pie should not have won this. Um, all due respect to a good pie. Um, but when you're looking at a cheesecake, cream brulee, um, and a tiramisu, all three of those hands down beat a oh, good pie. Here, I thought um, we but knew each other. Out of oh those God. three, we're going to go with cheesecake. That's the what I thought. Of it. Cheesecake. Yeah. Just you know, we it's... probably. It's amazing how we sit here and how he's going through these that he doesn't hear the selling that we did on each. Of I know, I know. He's just he's just going raw dog at it, right? And he's we right and, and we were like we spent ten minutes on each one of these categories. It was like because the pies you got like cherry pie and pumpkin pie and apple pie and all. I mean, just all that good stuff, you know. And then and then what was it? Didn't you do the chocolate cake? Wasn't that oh, you? I did the chocolate cake birthday parties. Yeah. The five layers. Yeah, the, that crappy cake from Claim Jumpers. <laughs> it's so moisture. Yeah, it's so bad they got to give you a cubic yard of it. That's fine. <laughs> you know, it's fine. Hey, but cheesecake. I can't argue cheesecake. Cheesecake's versatile. I just personally, I just happen to be over cheesecake. I'm just done. You know, and for me, it's just it's pie. All right, but now that now we're into the pasta category. Pastas, maybe my favorite category. All right. This, this, this one's near and dear to my heart. Mm -hmm. uh, and I'm, you know, spaghetti and meatballs can go from, you know, as well as sausage and peppers, right? From yeah. really bad to pretty darn good. Um, a good lasagna is incredible and maybe one of the finest things on earth. Yep. Um, but I'm going to go with the, the basics. I'm going to okay. go back to simplify and I'm going to go fettuccine Alfredo on this one. Oh, all right. Fettuccine yeah. Alfredo. I think I think Hammerhead had a whole story behind Fettuccine Alfredo, didn't he? Uh yeah, the, if I remember the right. Noodle and the cream and all that. Yeah, I think it was just mainly, you know, it, it had to be. It can't be dry. Yeah, yeah. He went on. Yeah, there was a whole diatribe about too dry when the Alfredo sauce is too dry and it turns into like a pasty pasta ball yes. in the bowl. Yeah. yeah. Patch yeah. holes with it. Yep, exactly, exactly. But uh, look, I'm not mad at it. You know, I'm just if you've had good, real good fettuccine Alfredo, hey, it's it's your vote. Luckily, it doesn't change anything, so that's awesome. <laughs> and then we already went over the cold and hot apps, and we did the vegan and vegetarian today. And here's a real quick look: cocktails and beer, and that's all you guys get because that is in between cocktails and beer. That is the final, 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 final category. Um, that we need to pick representatives of, and then we can start getting into the head-to-head -head competition. Okay, sounds good. Well, thank you, for, uh, Joel, for your uh, thoughts and yeah. uh, participating in that bracket. I hope you had you know a lot of fun with it, like we did. Uh, and I know your segment was probably coming right at it and picking your stuff, but <laughs> I think it might be fun the next time. You know what? What we should, yeah what we may want to do if you're open for it is be in on when we all do it because we do do a lot of selling our choices yeah which kind of uh, swing things just like hammerhead realized he should not have picked taquitos to begin with it should yeah and yeah, he was dead on with taquitos he's like i love taquitos yeah. they're my best friend and i would take taquitos or my ride and die hot appetizer 
But even in that last episode, we did that there. He goes, but I do remember those days of eating 50 wings. Yep. Right? So it's like, yeah, we know you want those wings. We so know you're available. Want wings. Uh, next week, I'll go ahead and just invite you next week if you want. We'll do the next break. Uh, Beer and cocktail. Yeah. You up I'd love to join you guys. This was okay. way too much fun. Oh, well, cool. all right. Cool. Well, that's going to do it. Uh, thanks, everyone, for joining us here at Fire Table. And you have a great week, and we'll see you next time when we throw up another episode of Fire Table. Any questions or concerns, please email bigd at firetable at gmail.com, and I'll get right back to you. <clears throat> Thanks, everybody. See you later. All right. Order. Pick it up in the window, people. All right. Welcome back, everybody, to Fire Table with your host, Darren Redwine, and my partners, uh, Hammerhead Tim. Hey, now. And Chef Bo. <laughs> What's going on? So if you uh, listen to the previous uh, broadcast, we had a special guest, uh, Joel Kent, on. He is still with us. So we're going to go into our next category, which a lot of you have been listening to over the past weeks, and that is our food bracket. And that has been put together by Chef Bo. He's been on top of that. Take a lot of time putting this together. So I'm going to go ahead and just turn it over to him, and let's see what Joel thinks of uh, the food bracket. All right. Take it away, buddy. You got it. Um, you're going to let me show a screen, or are you going to just hoard all the power? There, Big D. I, I like having the power. You I know you do. Ask nice. I know. Ask I'm nice. sorry, Your Highness. There you, screen. You. you may there. have. The oh, thank you so much. I feel so good right now. That's how it works. Yeah, that, that's good. how it rolls. Okay, so here we go. So, Joel, here, this is, I'll give you the, the overview. So, today's bracket that we're going to look into is vegan versus vegetarian. <clears throat> and we need. In the vegan, you can see that we have items underneath that category. And in vegetarian, we have items underneath that category. We need the best two items to represent each of these categories. All right. So in vegan, there's and this is all vegan stuff, right? So there's a vegan chicken, vegan bacon, iceberg lettuce, shrimp, beets, carrots, vegan cheese, beyond patty, ice and sawdust. I just ran out of items um, under vegetarian. We got romaine lettuce, meatless chicken nugget a meatless crumble, an impossible patty, patty, uh, tap water, and a house plant. Um, so, uh, Joel, I'm going to let you go first here. Just kind of, you know, run through these. What do you think would be the best representation? What would you vote for to represent vegan? So to represent vegan. Yep. The item to wow. represent the vegan category. Yeah. What do you think of that vegan bacon or uh, vegan shrimp with? What's your take I, on that? I, I I know that the trends are going there, mm -hmm. and 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 I think the the technology in doing so has come, you know, a really long way over the last couple of years. True. I don't believe that a protein, even a protein substitute, has gained the right to represent vegan in today's battle. So Ooh. I'm going to go with carrots carrots all right we got carrots. one one vote you know for what? Carrot. I think carrots is still gonna is still the right represent uh, representative for vegan um despite beyond patty's you know massive amounts of uh publicity and that we're gonna go uh, with carrots carrot okay we got a vote for carrot all right hammerhead what do you think what what are you gonna well, what do you want? I, I got to tell you, I, I've been getting more and more uh, into this category over the past, I don't know, uh, what do you think, Darren? Past two years, you and yeah, I have been talking that, a lot about this? Yeah, at least. And, um, you know, 
they they have come leaps and bounds with that chicken and there are a couple of different companies that just have a fantastic chicken patty um that uh you'd almost swear was chicken um i'm not big on the bacon yet i don't think they've made um big enough strides i've Mm -hmm. never had the shrimp um i love beets one of the I Mm -hmm. i I always have, especially, you know, candy stripe beets. Any of those baby beets are just oh, yeah. fan- fantastic. Um, I, I have a couple of different cheeses in my refrigerator now. I know one of them says it has a 200-year shelf life. Good Lord. <laughs> I think it's made of, I think it's cashew. Is it made of sawdust? <laughs> it must be. <laughs> Maybe sawdust. Shredded uh, Tonka truck? Good lord. Any, you know, any <laughs> item that has a shelf life longer than a Twinkie. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Dude, wow. Think of that. Uh, but it can literally sit out on the shelf for, you know, the hundred years and, and be fine. Sawdust <sighs> is a great ice and sawdust is a great um <laughs> I, a great uh it's a great, a great combo. It's a great combo. Along with the iceberg lettuce, which is one of my favorite lettuces, by the way, even though it has zero value of anything, um, but it's anything. crunchy and wet. And, I like yep. it. and it can hold the sawdust and ice. <laughs> you know, it's really just a vehicle for, for dressing. Is, for is sawdust. Really, uh, is really yeah, valid. with the sawdust dressing in uh, ranch. Right. Right. Uh, but look, I'm a huge fan of the Beyond Patty, and that's where my vote's going. But All right. I'm a huge I'm a huge fan of the Beyond Patty. I, I think it is the closest thing, um, in my opinion, it's the closest thing to a uh, burger patty that's that's uh, meatless, and it's vegan on top of that, which um, which uh, I I also like. I think it has the right texture and and can be cooked um, to to do it right. So when it comes to vegan things, which is tough because I really like it. There's a certain chicken I really like, but I'm going Beyond. Beyond. All right. Okay. But can you make a cake out of it? At least, at least my vote. You can make a cake out of it. True. You can. True. You can. You're right. Yeah. Well, mm, eh, beyond patty with enough frosting, I think you could make a cake out of anything. That's right. Cream cheese frosting. Right? <laughs> yeah. All right, Big D. Where are you at in the vegan okay. world? Uh, the vegan stuff. I'm going to. I think both of you brought up some good points uh, because vegan having a a protein substitute maybe not be a fair representation, but because of that also, and the technology behind that to bridge that gap with the flexitarian vegan type consumer uh, and what they've come up with to mm-hmm. replicate that, I think it's just amazing. I, I think it's great. It's something that to me is uh, to give it that visual appeal and taste. And uh, I, I think that's part is amazing. But as far as, you know, the chicken, I, I, I don't know about that one. I haven't tasted that one yet. I don't think it's as good as probably the Beyond Patty. Uh, for those of you who have tasted it, is it is it pretty similar to chicken breast? Yeah, it's very good. Yeah, really good. they're getting there. They are really getting there. They are getting there. You're right. And I'm agreeing with Tim. The bacon's just not there yet. True. Iceberg lettuce, uh, a waste of time to me to even eat that. I, I'll, I'll eat on, you know, something else before I chomp down some iceberg lettuce for nothing. And mm-hmm. the shrimp, is that shrimp the same one that we've been working with? Yeah, Jeff? yeah, same one. Now that item was really good. Yeah. So, uh, beets. I kind of opened my eyes to it during a conversation with Chef Bo and, and uh, Valerie just the other day. Mm-hmm. I was not a big beet eater growing up, but considering uh, all the things that you can do with it, uh, and then carrots. 
that's a good one too because the hardiness of it. My mother in law used to eat carrots so much so she was actually her palms like were turning orange or something. Orange, oh yeah. yeah. Wow. Loved it. And uh she was feeling pretty good and healthy and uh it's a hearty kind of a thing. The cheese, except for that shelf life, I don't know what's up with that. Yeah. Is that one that you brought up is weird, but it would be cool to have a good vegan cheese, and I just haven't had enough of those. Uh, but when I look at all those together, I'm probably going to have to go with the Beyond Patty also. All right. So two for the yeah. Beyond Patty I right now. where they're coming with that vegan stuff and where they've been and where they are and where they're going. Is that the shrimp? But I think the beef patty tastes more like beef than the shrimp like shrimp. No, I, I would agree with that, too. Um, since I... I since there's four of us and, and you know, I'm not going to pile on the beyond patties. Good. The chicken's coming along the bacon. They haven't gotten it yet. I've had a couple of uh, offerings that they're very, very close. They're very close. Um, I'm going to skip the rest. I'm going to put my vote behind beets. Right. Mm. Um, you know, and, and the, we, you know, we had that conversation the other day, the beets are just so versatile, so hearty. And if I'm going to eat something that's supposed to be meat, uh, beets look enough like meat to me that uh i could i could do that you know except i think i was telling you um except i we need uh, somebody out there to develop a bracelet um to remind me in the morning that i had beats after i've had a few cocktails because yeah. the, the next morning That's constitution nice. um i feel like you know my uh my pancreas is coming out and that's horrifying to look at sometimes. Um, but all right so it looks like the beyond patty is going to represent the vegan category so now we get into vegetarian, right? I, I know people. It's one or the other, but whatever. Deal with it. Send all your hate mail to uh, Darren at firetable at gmail.com. Uh, so we have romaine lettuce, the meatless chicken nugget, meatless crumble, the impossible patty, tap water, and a house plant. Joel, thoughts? Well, he went first. Why don't we go ahead and give it to Tim so he can yeah. format his thoughts? All right. Hammerhead, you go, Tim. So many, uh, so many great things to do with the romaine, uh, from um, making salads to juicing it to grilling it. There's juicing it. It's just such a. I mean, look. I mean, whether that could go into uh, vegan or vegetarian, whatever. It's just a fantastic green, mm -hmm. the green leaf to 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 work with. The uh, meatless chicken nuggets, um, like I said, I'm a huge fan of the regular chicken of, uh, you know, the vegan one. And I know some really, uh, really close chicken nuggets that um, fry up real nice or even bake um, to do. I've never been a big fan of the uh, meatless crumbles. I know there's a couple out on the market right now. And I don't know, they... They, they, I think they, it, these are the ones they use like a, a mushroom protein mm -hmm. that they make with it. And I know there's a quinoa one out there and, um, it just, uh, I just, I'm having a I'm tough time with it. I, I, I've never really been, um, uh, you know, I don't know. It's just a tough one for yeah. me to, to really deal with the impossible patty. I, I have had it, uh, several times. Um, and, you know, I always compare the Beyond with the Impossible, although, you know, one is, you know, more vegan friendly and, and, and such. But I just get a better, uh, a, a much better bite out of the Beyond. So I couldn't really say okay, the fair. Um, Impossible patty. So, man, this is tough. Uh, you, you know, um, I, I'm looking at it more as uh, food 
uh, uh, you know, like in a meal kind of thing mm -hmm. rather than just a vegetable. So I'm going to have to go with the meatless chicken nugget. All right. There meatless chicken there nugget. There are a couple specific brands that are very good. All right. One yeah. vote for that. All right. So but I'm, I'm, I'm going to go. go? I'm going to make it pretty quick. Okay. Uh, all of these items suck. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> This one's pretty quick for me, and basically same principle as why I chose the Beyond Patty, but I'm going to go with the Impossible Patty. Impossible Patty? Yeah. All right. We got one for the Impossible Patty. All right, Joel. Big D wanted you to have extra time so you could just sift through all this information right well, here. So, that, But you jumped in front of me there because you took I, away my takeaway. Whoever picked these products to represent vegetarians uh -huh, was, that was, me. was just very poorly done. You're welcome. Um, you're welcome. It's a sucky category. What do you want me to do? I almost you put dog hair on here. Bias, <laughs> well, hell yeah. Dude, wait, wait, yeah. wait. Oh, you know what? I just remembered one. Hold on. There, dog hair. <laughs> <laughs> so because I didn't go with the meat substitute, mm -hmm. um, you know, for the vegan, because I do tend to agree with you all that either the vegan chicken patties or the Beyond Patty is the way to go if you're going to go a meatless substitute. So I can't very well vote for any of those. Um, tap water, I am <laughs> now a big fan of my RO system here at the house, so I oh, can't go there. Okay. I can't keep a house plant going. No, um, so that's so out. Tim, Tim touched upon how versatile romaine is. Mm -hmm. um, I'm a huge fan of a grilled romaine salad in this yes. classic Caesar. Yes. Um, so I'm going to go with romaine lettuce. All right. Good, romaine good lettuce. Call. Good call. Romaine lettuce. Yeah. You know what? And I'm going to keep this one simple because we have a few other items to get to here in the in the food bracket. We need the unbiased uh, participant, which happens to be Joel. And you know what? And I'm going to uh, get right on that romaine train Very because uh, I like grilled romaine lettuce in a Caesar salad as well. I think it's underutilized in that aspect. Um, and it, it chars up really nice. So uh, I put my vote behind the romaine lettuce. Um, close second was uh, a house plant. Um, but now romaine is going to represent vegetarian in the food bracket. So, Joel, what, whoops, what, what happened here? There we go. Okay. Technical issues. All right, Joel. So while we have you here, we need you to settle a couple of disputes. This started off. I, I, I love I love yeah. disputes. Okay, so as you see here, this this bracket that you're looking at was originally the top cold appetizers. At the bottom, hot appetizers. Once again, we came in at a tie, so we need you to break the tie and pick one of each from each one of these categories of the three that are up there. And so, please tell us why. Yeah. So under and I'm going to remind everybody in the cold appetizers, we have chips and salsa, we have caprese salad versus deviled eggs so joel let's start there i just need you to pick one and and tell me why so if i'm only going to pick one chips mm -hmm. and salsa is is, is a, a good standard but they can vary from very bad to excellent mm -hmm. uh, deviled eggs are you know vary from edible to fine uh, but a caprese salad is the winner here in a landslide Oh, I think that was me. Thank that you. was you. That was. That was Hammerhead's guess. Mine was the double yeah, bags. There really are so many fun ways to do a caprese salad and get creative with it. Yeah. 
That, that's the way to go. All right. I needed the voice of reason for that. Thank oh, you. shut up. The voice of reason. <laughs> we need a tiebreaker. It also can be done well. I know. He said deviled eggs. The only thing, deviled eggs was mine, and he just went from edible to tolerable to fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just threw those under the bus. All right. So, Caprese salad is now going to represent the uh, cold app category. So, in hot apps, we need you to break up this tie between wings, artichoke dip, and taquitos. Wow, popularity, right? Mm -hmm. Wings wins this hands down. Mm -hmm. uh, artichoke dip that can go much like chips and salsa from fair to excellent. Mm -hmm. Taquitos, again, they can go from fair to excellent, mm -hmm. but just on everybody likes it, they can be unbelievably good we're gonna go with wings on this wings one. wings Very good. nice so i got my redemption right there is it something you wanted to say well you know look hey. i did make a couple of phone calls keep it down week. taquito guy so <laughs> look i i made a call to uh -huh. Bo, and i also talked with darren a little bit yeah i could have changed and i probably should have uh -huh. changed my vote back in the when we did this two wings yeah and i was probably wrong to say taquitos wow did um, did big big I chicken reach out or what did big chicken reach out and threaten you or something or what happened well big chicken kind of reached out and i just realized i could probably eat 50 chicken wings and probably couldn't eat 50 taquitos <laughs> so I, I mean look I think Joel settled it. It, uh -huh. it, 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 it. it should have been two to one. It, so you're saying it, it last week it should have been wings hands down, regardless. It should have been wings hands down. Uh, I, right. I misspoke. Fair enough, fair enough. But we're going to leave the taquito score there for posterity reasons. Yes, we are. <laughs> and then over here, Joel, one more. Oh, now if this guy's got any sense. <laughs> <laughs> wow. The pressure Ooh. here. The pressure here. Right, so this is just one category. So this was, I believe, this was soups, right? This was soups. Yeah. So we could not agree. So the now this goes way back. This is one of the first categories we did, and, and it comes down to breaking the tie between ramen, pho, and loaded baked potato soup. Thank God carrots not on here. That would have been a winner right away. Yeah, or a good tomato quarantine, right? You True. Know? Oh, tomato soup was on here. It, nope, didn't make it. Um, yeah, and it's in this one's a good this is a good one. Um, I will say this a loaded potato isn't going to win this one. Okay, <laughs> a loaded potato is just not. I understand that somebody loves a good, solid, thick cream based soup, mm -hmm. but the loaded potato is not the way to go here when you're okay. looking to represent. Uh, so now you're looking at uh, you know a good ramen and a pho. Mm -hmm. um, now, just to clarify, hold on, hold on. Just before before you give final verdict, I want you to think of the best ramen and the best pho you've ever had and make your choice based off that. Not not based on cup of noodle and... Um, well, if, no. if that's the best... Dried, dried food, we're not going there. If, right? if that's the best you've had, then I guess we have no other option. But hopefully I know uh, it's not. So I would like you to, to, to remember the best of these two and, and go from there. Yeah, no cup of noodle here. I'm going to go with fuck. Oh. Two reasons. Yeah. And, and oh. I'm going to. 
and, and I'm going to support this with okay. the experience of the dining out mm -hmm. is just is just awesome, right? You know, you get all those things, True. Can, and and the the freshness of the herbs and things that can be added to it. Um, not to mention, you know, the clever um, restaurant names that they come, you know. When oh yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Um, by by just a nose hair. Here we're gonna go with. Fun. Oh, you have such a good palate. I always oh, knew that about you. God, suck up, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm just I, while we have, I just want to make sure that we we are all clear on all tiebreakers because I think I'm pretty sure we are. Yeah, we're all good. All right, cool. And that is it for this week's bracket. So just a uh, real quick recap: the cold appetizers representative, caprese salad, hot apps, wings, and the soup category. Fuh. Right there yeah. we go. So that's it for this week's brackets. So what is our teaser for next week? Though? So the teaser for next week, and I'm not going to show you guys this. That's why I stopped sharing. So the teaser oh. for next week is cocktails versus beer. Okay. Right? Yeah. All right. And, well, and looking forward to that. There's a lot more that gets involved there because those are two things I like versus vegan and vegetarian, which obviously you could tell by the <laughs> slim pickings. Very clear. I'm sorry to waste your time on that. Yeah. No, no, you know, we got to, you know, they got to represent, but we ain't out of cows or chickens or pigs yet. So you're welcome to the sandbox. <laughs> yeah. it, it, it's, it's a little upsetting for somebody who does support, you know, the vegan and vegetarian, you know, flexitarian people out there. Right. It, uh, you, you're not, you're not letting them represent themselves very well, but. Well, uh, they do. Wait, now, hold on. They do a fine job of. They, they do a fine job representing themselves, much like CrossFit people do. You can't go five minutes in a conversation without them telling you 10 times they're freaking vegan and they're in CrossFit. Right? Yeah. They do a great job representing themselves, I think. You know, and I drink alkaline water. Yeah, I drink reverse osmosis alkaline water to heal my inside. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was some good stuff, man. Thanks for the bracket. Uh, well done, absolutely Jeff. Oh, Joel. Thank you for being a part of our podcast. Absolutely. We appreciate it. Uh, anything else fun. you want to chime in and talk about, Joel? Do we have some time left? But yeah, we got some time. Um, not that I can think of. I just think this is um, really fun for you guys to put this together. Really a good time. Well, good, man. I'm glad you had it. You're awesome. welcome back anytime. So please let us know if you'd like to be a part of it again. We'd love to have you. Thank you, gentlemen. Well, you know, I'm just thinking. Now I'm just. We got time. Think away. Here. If we have time, we why got time. You let, uh, why don't you let Joel run through some of that other stuff? I would like to see, you know, and you don't have to go into a long. Oh, know, just to check out the bracket. Bracket, but maybe Joel, being a, a former restaurant owner, would have some fun with that stuff. All right. You still have time, Joel. You still got some time? Sure, I've got a few more minutes. All yeah, right. Let's see okay. if he wants to. Um, so, with that. so we'll start from the top. I'll recap the winners, and then Joel will be able to see what's in the category of the stuff that we did pick. Um, so here we have uh, sandwiches, right? And the, the cold sandwich representative is the Italian sub, and the hot sandwich representative is Reuben. The Reuben one, huh? That yeah. Is, that's a surprising win for me. Really? Why? I just not to say I'm against a, a good right. Reuben sandwich, but that one surprises me. Oh. So what would you have picked out of out that, of that category? category? Well, it's, it's tough to beat a good, you know, good cheeseburger. Um, I would have, yeah. I would have guessed that a pastrami or Philly would have beat out a Reuben, but that's. 
Yeah. Just an opinion, right? No, that it, no, you're no, entitled to it. That's fine. So okay, so you said an Italian or a, a pastrami or a Philly would have should have beat it out, but cheeseburger. All right, what about the cold sandwich? We got an Italian sub, an old fashioned Italian grinding. Yeah, as long as long as we can say that the bread was good, right? Yep. Yeah. Crusty bread on that, right? Mm -hmm. You've got to you've got to make it right. Yep. Um, but can't argue against Italian sub. All right. Cool. So Wait, we. So are you gonna pick one as well, or are you just deciding whether or not which one? You no, we're just seeing what. No, we're just seeing what his. Like. Get, we're just oh. getting his thoughts. Yeah, I know. I'd love yeah. to see him pick one though. All right. Do you agree with the Italian pick one. Stuff? Well, I think no, if I know, I would have picked an Italian sub there. All right, okay. with, with the choices that were there, it's tough to go to go wrong. All right, we'll bump that okay. to three. Okay, then. In all fairness, now in the hot sandwich category, you got to pick one. Cheeseburger. Oh, cheeseburger in paradise. Mm. Okay. okay. Cheeseburger right. for all the obvious reasons. Right. When it comes to a good solid sandwich, you know, a hot sandwich, the cheeseburgers. The, the king. Oh. All right. So you already picked pho, so you broke that tie. So down here, now soup was going up against salad, and the winner in the salad competition was the Cobb salad that's going to represent. And as you can see here, all three of us voted for the Cobb salad. It's an so. interesting choice that all three of you um, are, I think, showing your your age wow. a little bit. Um, you know, going with the classic Cobb. Shots fired. Holy jeez. Shots fired. Yeah. Hey, good salad is a good salad. Mm -hmm. it, it, it is. And, I, and I'm a big fan of a good salad. But And it's too bad that you had to put the chicken Caesar and not just a solid Caesar. <laughs> because a solid Caesar salad would have won this. And age has nothing to do with well, it? Yeah. I think the Caesar <laughs> salad, I believe, is older I mean, by now, now that I, now a couple hundred that I years. Yeah, look yeah, at the options. Those are, are, um, except for maybe that the kale with the goat cheese. Haven't we killed enough kale and talked about kale enough for the last few years? Yeah. Well, there's so much of it growing on the roadside. <laughs> so much of it, so much of it's left over from uh, buffets in the 80s. We got to use it for something. All right. So which, so which one would you pick out of these, Joe? It would have been the chicken Caesar, but but the chicken Caesar. The, All right. Leave the chicken off of the Caesar. Okay. 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 It's respectable. Right. Not for both. Yeah, that's fine. Whatever. Um, okay. Then we had here we had beef versus pork. So as you can see in our our beef, we have the porterhouse steak is representing the beef category, and in the pork category, of course, of course, of course, it's bacon. So Joel, what would you have picked in the por in the in the porterhouse category, beef category? I, I think the porterhouse is gonna is gonna win that one hands down. Bam! Uh, right? Yeah. I, I it's tough to I'm not gonna argue with you on that when you start getting into multiple cuts into one cut, right? Mm -hmm. uh, so a, a shareable porterhouse is always beautiful to see and, and that, good, yeah. again good eats. Yeah, that was our thought too. Um, when it comes to pork, mm -hmm. yeah, again. Yeah, bacon's the hands-down winner there, just out of pure goodness and flexibility. And who doesn't love bacon? It's the magic. It's magic of meat. And who picked carnitas? Who was that? Oh, uh, that would be me. Oh, okay. Yeah, you're outvoted three to one. You're off the <laughs> island now. You get nothing on the island either. 
right. So this was close, though. I was struggling with that one, too. I love it. I know you guys were just, oh, Carnitas. Look, Carnitas is great. Bacon (laughs) kicks its ass every day. Um, All right. So then in the next category, we had seafood versus chicken. So these were pretty much just types and cuts. And ahi is representing of the seafood category. And airline chicken breast is representing the chicken category. Well, that's um, that seafood category is missing halibut and sea bass. Um, well, I could have gone that that category. In all fairness, we we had this discussion. That category could have been sixty five different items on there. I get blue shell crab and scallops and you know all that stuff. I tried to keep it to the. The most popular, the most kind of in the ether, relevant, you know. The same thought to this as you did vegan and vegetarian. Actually, I gave more thought to this than I did the vegan and vegetarian (laughs) category. That that was painfully clear. Yeah, painfully. I hope so. (laughs) Um, I think on here, uh, uh, on a personal note, I would have gone with, I would have gone with the Augie. The Augie? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good with that selection. All right, cool. And then in the chicken category, now this is pretty much just down to just sections of the chicken, as you can tell. The, uh, you know, because it was either keep it real simple and just remember the best time you ever had or the best meal you ever had with these cuts of chicken in it, right? Or it was list off a zillion and one chicken dishes. So went with the cuts and then just reminisce to the. The best chicken breast, thigh, wing, drumstick, airline breast that you've had. So I'm gonna. I will also go with airline breast, but for a different reason than maybe some okay. other people. Yes, it's beautiful and it's very versatile and can do lots of things. But it's the, except for the drumstick, but it's the only other one that is. I'm gonna assume has skin on. Yeah. Yep. Oh, that was the same reason we picked it. Yep. <laughs> yeah. That was. Ex- yeah. We all I said. Yeah, Darren did thigh because I just, oh, I don't know, whatever. But all right, so airline chicken breast. Okay, so let's recap. Uh, Oh, don't let us repeat. No, no, I I screwed. Okay, so here was the. the, I screenshot it for you. Did you? Okay. And and I will put it on for everybody. And all the social media, right? Okay, so here we did the entire carb load category, right? This was dessert versus pasta. And in the dessert category, pies one. And it could be any pie you like. It does not matter what kind of pie, right? And then in the pasta category, a good lasagna one. Uh, not hands down, but a good lasagna one. So, Joel, what do, you, what do you think about the dessert category? So, from the dessert category, I am going to, um, with all due respect to whoever, whether voters and the judges in this, um, you were wrong um, by, by quite a Hello, everybody, and welcome to Table 113. Oh, actually, it's Fire Table. I got ahead of myself. Oh, Stop. shit. Let's start over. No, we edit nothing. Can you believe that? He distracted me visually. Yeah. The laptop. Freaking weak. I, that actually worked. How the hell did that work? I don't I know. I don't make faces. Yeah. I'm that good. Look at that. Well Jeez. done, man. I, or I'm that weak. I, I can't. Mm. Let me focus. That's how. Lock so, it up, man. Lock it up. Lock it up. All right. We edit nothing. All right, let's fire table. Do it. Welcome, everybody, to Fire Table. I am your host, uh, Big D, also known as Darren Redwine. I am here with my partners in crime, as usual, Hammerhead Tim. How are you? 
Good evening. Doing perfect. And then we also got Chef Bo. What's happening, Bo? What's up? What's up? So today, before we fire, we're going to introduce somebody. We have a very special guest on this show. Uh, his name is Joel Kent. Uh, we've uh, known each other for a while now. I'm not going to get you to go into all the background of all of that stuff, but uh, he has been someone that we've wanted to have on this show because he's got a lot of experience in the hospitality industry. The fun guy to know and to hang out with and have conversations with. So we invite him on the show and he said, okay, and uh, we got him. So welcome, Joel Kidd. How are you, buddy? Well, gentlemen, thank you very much for having me. I'm excited to be here. We are excited yeah. that you are here because we needed somebody that can uh, be truthful and be honest, not be afraid to say what they're thinking and what they're feeling. Because uh, we've got some stuff for you that we want you to chime in on. But first of all, Mm -hmm. uh, we're going to get to know you a little bit. So if you don't mind, why don't you give us a little little background of who you are, where you're from, and what your work experience has been, your life experiences that you're comfortable sharing, of course, and is going out <laughs> to everybody that we do and do not know. Yeah. Uh, why do I feel like this is circling around a Turkish prison? <laughs> <laughs> now it's going to be a letdown if it doesn't. I know. Well, I... I'm gonna I'm gonna leave my Turkish uh, prison experience out of tonight's conversation Fair. until I get to know all of you a little bit better. Um, but I've been in the hospitality industry for some 35 years. Uh, started off like many people washing dishes and trucked for a catering company. Turned that into waiting tables and bartending. Opened up three small delis, uh, got rid of those, and opened up a full sit-down restaurant that I owned for almost 14 years. Sold that, got out of the business completely, and find myself still in the business in the distribution side. So still loving the hospitality industry, everything about it. The people are great. Right on, man. That's very good. cool. Long road. So you probably have plenty of stories uh, being in the business. Well, what's really fun is my daughter just got her first uh, job. She's 17 years old, and she's now entering into the hospitality industry, um, working at a restaurant as a busboy. So uh, it's kind of fun. Just over the last couple of weeks, she comes home with restaurant stories that we can all relate to, and that is really is a kick. Uh, when we were 17 in the restaurant. Right. Good uh, Lord. Uh, now, is it bus boy still, or is it bus person? Is it table cleaner at? I mean, what, what's the PC here? <laughs> See, I'm showing my age because I referred to it as a bus boy, didn't I? Yes. Yeah. Officially, she is a busser. A busser. All right. She is a busser. Busser. Yes. Nice. Uh, so I do apologize for uh, not being PC. Nah. I was did just saying cleaner at. I did. I made up words. It came out of my mouth. You heard it, right? That's a word now. But even that would have been PC, right? <laughs> that made it sexuality to it, right? Right, yeah. And were very difficult to come come across in 2020. So. Th this is true. This is true. When's the last time you saw a cleanerette? They're exclusive. That's what I'm talking about. I was just wondering. Yeah. Sounds like a Disney title. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, great. Man, that's a that's a. You but, know, that's a good thing to get her in. Uh, get her into uh, into a space where. She's getting paid, uh, you know, 15 bucks an hour plus tips, you know, being a busser. That's just fantastic. You know? Yeah. Or pretty soon, pretty soon at that level, you know, what a, what a good way to put some money in your pocket when you're 17. And we, we hope that we can start to teach her some of 
the wonderful lessons that the hospitality industry has brought all of you and mm-hmm. myself, right? That hard work ethic and the customer service aspect of it. Uh, she's already coming home with customer stories. And then if we can teach her some of the financial responsibilities as she comes into some newfound money, we hope that that's a bonus as well, for sure. Yeah, that's great. Oh, that's yeah, awesome. Fantastic. Well, so you don't know this part, Joel, but one of our segments was on, would we uh, allow, not allow, I guess, would we I don't recommend? Know endorse there you go nice recommend our uh our kids to work in the restaurant business and to see that you did that why don't you fill us in on when you told us when she told you where she was going to apply and what were your thoughts so interestingly enough i did not encourage her to apply to restaurants um as she was kind of looking she was looking at some retail positions she um, also looked at some you know quick service restaurants and this particular restaurant had a busser position and I did not push her into the hospitality trade because it's, it can be so encompassing and so hard to do and so much work. I think there are certainly easier jobs out there for um, any of us or any peoples to do. But I am thrilled that she's in it, even if I if I can have my druthers that it is just through school and maybe she doesn't make it a career like many of us, because I think, like I say, I think there are easier paths to be to go down. Okay. Very yeah. good answer. So he's thought about that for a while. Yeah. <laughs> I, I have a question. Go. Uh, did you uh, call the owner and say, hey, hire my daughter? No, this was on her own completely. I did offer. I said, hey, as you're looking, if you decide you want dad to make a couple of phone calls, I'm happy to. Um, She never reached out and asked. She had, this was her first interview and she was hired on the spot. So this was on her completely. That's awesome. Yeah, great job. Proud proud papa. Right on. That's fantastic. Well, that's always Especially in this climate. Yeah. My my daughter absolutely refused to be in the hospitality industry, and I had nothing to do with that. She went she went retail. <laughs> oh, you had everything, everything to do with that. Did I was like home saying some shit? I probably should have said that. You ain't never working in this industry ever. Ever. <laughs> Dad, I never saw you. I don't know what that's well, that. Yeah. You know, yeah, that's what my kids, my kids are doing everything but the hospitality industry. They're like, and I asked them, like, why aren't you getting like a restaurant gig? They're like, dude, you were gone a lot. <laughs> you like, smelled funny when you got out. And you were always pissed. <laughs> you mentioned that, she's, that you smell funny, Darren. Uh, she's come home a couple of nights and, uh, and recognizes that she smells like barbecue sauce. Yeah. Uh, and, and it's been a while since I've had those restaurant smells now that I'm not in the kitchens and that. Uh, so it's interesting. Those are the funny things that we're finding that me and both my, her mother and myself who spent so many years in the hospitality industry that we recognize and we remember those stories and those things and the customer complaints as wow. she comes home only two weeks in with those stories uh, brings back lots of fond and lots of maybe not so fond memories. But it, it is a great experience for her. Isn't it amazing awesome. when that happens, you could actually transport immediately back into the situation? Something was happening to me where somebody was 
smelling that old leftover grease, like from cleaning a flyer, uh, cleaning a, a fryer. Mm-hmm. It's on their clothes. They and I, I could just boom immediately picture cleaning a fryer yeah. in this restaurant. And that same smell hit me going, oh, my God, I'm gross, where you just feel it on the back of your ears and your head and everything. I mean, it was like that. As soon as I smelled it, boom, I could picture that whole thing immediately. It was crazy. Uh, wait, how are you cleaning the Wait, how are you cleaning the fryer to get that shit on the back of your ears? I mean, were you just I, like I a hot mess work. or That's what? Why I'm, yes, I get into my work, all right? All right. Well, all right. I'm just, hey, just asking. Here, I was so bad at it. The stuff is just splashing everywhere. That's what I'm kind of thinking. But that's just me. What do I know? So why don't we get into um, some past shows that we got. And, Bo, I'll let you take it from here because you are the leader of the island question. Yes, yes, right? yes. So what we had, Joel, and we had uh, someone that you know, uh, Valerie, on the show. And she did some questions for us on, uh, I can't remember exactly what it was labeled, but some things about the island. So, Chef Bo, yeah, no, why don't you take it through the island question? Yeah, here we go. So these are the island questions. These are just questions that we've uh, come up with. If you are stranded on an island, right, and you and you could not get a boat, right, you can't wish for a boat, what would be these things that you would bring along? So as, as you go through, just remember, you're on an island, right? It's just you, right? He likes to wham. Right? Yeah, right? He's going to tears for fears. Um, <laughs> so... So what would he just took those off the table? He could have said those. I know, but I know now he's going to tighten up. So here, no, no, we got time. We got time. So here we go. Okay, so what would be the candy bar you would have on the island? Favorite candy bar? Payday. Payday. All right. That was quick too. You know he's he's committed right there. That was fast. Had one of those yesterday. Love caramel and peanuts. Right. Okay. Some things don't don't mess with good. Yeah, that's very true. Very true. I, although I hear they're going to change the name because it offends the people that aren't employed, but whatever. Um, <laughs> so what would be... Uh, yeah, I let it sit. I let it sit. Um, Wait, don't you love that one payday that came off the line that was oversalted? It's <laughs> just right. Those are the best. <laughs> just the best. The salt, caramel, and that. Right? You know, that, you, know that, you know the salter was fired that day or was disgruntled? He was just like, I screw it. I don't care. Whatever. I just turned the machine on. You know, that is also the one candy bar you know did not get rotated in the convenience store. N- why? It is horrible. <laughs> what convenience store? tasty white. Always. What convenience store are you going to anyway? Good Lord. Well, this was a Chevron gas station. <laughs> well, somewhere there you go. Well, what do you want me to do? You want me to go to some uh, casino gas station? <laughs> Whenever I get the urge to grab a painting. Right. All right. So here we go. Okay. So, Joel. All right. On the island. Favorite food. I'm going to go with pizza. Oh, okay. All right. Pizza. Especially if you're going to go generic, because we can do pizza a, a thousand different ways. Well, you okay, but you only get the pizza. Now, unless you're going to do coconut and banana, which are probably on the island, how do you want this pizza done up? What are the toppings? Are you gluten-free? Uh, are we doing me, cauliflower crust? Me, what can I have? Yeah. And I want pizza menu. Pizza, pizza menu. Uh, okay. Pizza all right. All right. All right. I'm bringing, I'm bringing, Leave I'm it. bringing the entire kitchen with me. Le- oh, but I can survive on pizza. Okay, so the only thing you can make is pizza. We'll give you we'll give you the yeah, toppings. Pepperoni and cheese in a can. Pepperoni, cheese, and coconut pizza. Whatever. Okay. Um, all right. So your one movie, one favorite movie. Caddyshack. Oh, all right. All right. 
All right, pizza, I'm gonna go with Caddyshack. It's, okay. it's got it's got golf, which is a passion. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's got some great old school funny slapstick comedy, and you know what? There's some looker girls in there as well. That's so very it's, true. It's got it all. Very true, and you can never go wrong with a dancing gopher. That's what I always say. See that? Right. Um, okay, so favorite album, one album. Van Morrison's Greatest Hits. Oh, I just watched that on TV the other good day. Good pull. All right. Good. That's Morrison. a good. Would you watch? They did some documentary on it. Yeah, I'm yeah. familiar. Yeah. What was the name of the doc? It was a lot. It was a live performance, and he did oh. all his greatest hits. Oh, oh. awesome. There you go. All right. So now you can have one person to talk to, dead or alive. They'll be alive on the island. This is strictly for talking. Right. Who would you want on that island just to have conversation with? Dalai Lama. Dalai Lama. All right. Okay. Dalai Lama. Dalai Lama. We're going for peaceful, tranquility, pizza, and dancing gophers. I see a theme. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. All right, all right. Wait, I want to take that one step forward. All right, yeah. What would you yeah, ask? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bo was well, just gonna move right on by and not ask for an hey. explanation on Dalai Lama, right? No, I yeah. Figured... What's the first question to him? Yeah. First what question to him on um, uh, why? <laughs> I, I think you know. I, I want to hear an explanation on what it is that makes Dalai Lama um, in reading some of the books and some of the things that the Dalai Lama has been a part of in some of those interviews, it's not just about Buddhism, but what actually makes somebody happy and fulfilled. Um, I am not a Buddhist, but um, when you ask one person, not an entity or God, right? Um, but I think to have a spiritual leader there with you that isn't going to judge you and can have a conversation with you, I think would be, in, I think could bring some insight into why would be the answer. Of course, hmm. with all these answers, I reserve the right, you know, to change my my mind on the boat ride to the island. So if you're starving, okay. would you kill him? <laughs> would, would it be a Dalai Lama pizza? <laughs> <laughs> too much of a spiritual connection to say, bro. I gotta take bro. a leg. I, <laughs> I gotta take a leg. Is he a hot dog or a hamburger? No, he's a pizza topping. I think it's Dalai Lama coconut bi- yeah, banana pizza. See, uh, I think. If I don't hear what I want to hear, I'm taking a leg. That's right. If you don't give me the answer I want, piece by piece, <laughs> right, yes. bit by bit. Good one. Good answer, All right. Joel. Okay. That sounded pretty, uh, pretty good. All right. I don't know what I would ask him. I think that's why I wanted to throw that out there. I would. Uh, that's a little deep thought there. I'd ask him if he knew any good pizza recipes, honestly. <laughs> Did you bring any cheese? Did you bring some cheese? Pepperoni and coconut milk. What do you guys eat in that temple? Bananas. What do you guys eat up there in that temple? You brought mozzarella, man. Right, right? Tell me you brought mozzarella. Do you bring any like do you bring any fresh basil out of that garden? Damn. <laughs> uh, all right. Okay, so here we go. Next on the island, favorite book. Favorite book. Mm-hmm. I just read with my youngest To Kill a Mockingbird, and I had forgotten how great that book was. Um, I I am not one to go back and read books multiple times. Mm -hmm. That was 
that's one of the few that I've actually read a few times. So again, I reserve the right in right. retrospect to change my mind, but I'll go with To Kill a Mockingbird. Well, to Kill a Mockingbird's great. I mean, you never go wrong with an Atticus Finch, as far as I'm concerned, right? Or Scout. Right. I mean, that's that's a great that's a great book. So I, I think that's a that's a good call and, out. And we just hope that they keep printing it. You know, it's yeah. Absolutely, I hope so. I mean, yeah. you know, because not often, yeah, not often do you hear the term "shifarobe" used in in literature anymore. I had to actually look that up when I read it in high school. I was like, "What the fuck is a shifarobe? Jesus Christ!" Yeah, bow dropping some words. Yeah, look, I got nothing. Hey, man, look, I'm an educated, funny dude. That's all I'm saying. Educated. That's right. Wow. I got. I got my. See that education come out every now. Hey, don't push it, man. I'll freaking I'll pull a hammy real quick if you don't. Well, at least you read the book. I yeah, read the book. you what? You, no, you gotta read. This, not a big reader, bro. This is honestly for any anybody out there. You gotta read the book and then watch the movie. Right. That way, it makes it makes sense. Um, all right. So, favorite set of clothes, John, on the island. Oh, shorts and a t-shirt. All right, shorts and a t-shirt. There Ooh. we go. Living on a on a warm uh, island. Yeah, evidently we're not in Greenland or the Antarctic or anything like that. So I'm, that's cool. I'm, I'm sitting here now in shorts and a t-shirt. So, <sighs> yeah, you know, that's that, that is the go that is the go to. The go got to go someplace. Shorts and a t-shirt. Even if I got to go someplace, it's shorts and a t-shirt usually. <laughs> you know. Um, all right. Favorite drink. A brown ale. A brown ale, like. Like an IPA type, or just a no, no, no. no. To get specific, would mm -hmm. we be um, Sam's uh, Sam Smith's? Ooh, I know that one. Yeah, oh. Sam Smith's Nut Brown Ale. Oh, we're gonna get specific. Okay, good one. All right, yeah. All right. I enjoyed that one. Or yeah. did? That's a good one. That's a good one. Okay, all right. Next, favorite board game. Monopoly. Monopoly is my favorite. You are going to piss off the Dalai Lama like nobody's I, uh, business. I, I, wow. I am going to piss off the Dalai Lama. Yes. How many times yeah. did you send the Dalai Lama to jail? Oh, <laughs> we, we, play, we, we play by the rules. He can't get out without rolling doubles twice. So, yeah. Uh, you, you know, yeah, if he's in there, I, I got him. Oh, man, just putting the Dalai Lama on lockdown. All right. Okay, so uh, favorite TV show. So if you're not watching your movie, you're not reading your book, you're going to have a favorite TV show on. Favorite TV Rudolph. show. Rudolph. And the Dalai Lama's tired of asking, answering your question. Yeah. Right. Maybe the and Dalai Lama wants to veg out. There, There is, we just finished it, and again, um, I, don't, I don't tend to watch TV or movies you multiple times and over and over again. We just finished a series called Life in Pieces. Okay. And it is, I think it's on Netflix or one of those streaming stations without doing a plug for anybody. Mm -hmm. um, but we really enjoyed it. I was like, I think it was five seasons. And it's, it's a must watch. Okay. Life in Pieces. Life in Pieces. And look, I have no problem. Netflix, if you're listening, we'll sponsor all your shit on this show. I don't care. <laughs> Throw us that Netflix money. What's up? I know you're giving... Love, your, sex, and robots. <laughs> love sex, and robots. Bring it on. Whatever you got for me, I'm in. Um, all right. So here you go. A favorite cartoon character that you can have a statue of on the island. Oh, 
Mickey Mouse. Mickey Mouse. Okay, Disney, if you're listening again, I'll take that money. <laughs> I'll take that. I'll take that Disney cash. Disney Plus plug. It's great. I got you know. Yeah, Fire Table, Spotify, Disney Plus is awesome app. I love it. Okay, the last one and probably the best one because you can't give the obvious answer here. So you can have a person to fulfill your sexual desires, alive or dead. They'll be alive on the island and in their prime, right in their prime on the island and, and look we all love our wives but we all know there's somebody else <laughs> trust me our wives don't listen to this so it's cool say whatever you want <laughs> so i've already said the Dalai lama so we won't go there yeah okay Whew, thank god dodge that oh, bullet that would have been interesting <laughs> that's a whole nother podcast um, there's always been there's always been a soft spot for jennifer aniston Okay. Oh, that's, that's a that's There's a good. Like, okay, yeah. so are we doing Jennifer Aniston now because she looks good now, or are we doing Jennifer Aniston at her peak? In I know, I know, but look, one could argue she's in her prime now. But I'm just I'm going for a little little dialed in preference here. Are we going now, or are we going when she was on Friends? <laughs> little visual. Huh? I do. <laughs> are we going with like season three of Friends? No, how about that rock star? Season three, episode six. <laughs> episode six. AC was on really high. <laughs> yeah, so I was thinking that we, that I couldn't pick a, a specific date or time. No, you can absolutely, you can. <laughs> okay, Get... then we'll go. Then we'll go with friends time period, I suppose. All right, all um, right. You know, or heck, if you really wanted to, then you, then you start getting into you know Paula, Paulina. Poriskova in her oh, prime, right? Yeah, oh yeah, that, that's a good. Point. Over, but I think over time, I think Jennifer Aniston is maybe she's held up much better. Yeah, 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 and she could help with that yoga too, right? She could like well, get you into to, yoga shape. Can I just throw yeah. one more person in there? What about Brooke Shields? What you seen? You seen her lately? Dude, she yeah. just had like her leg repaired. She was broken and shit. No, she, yeah, she was. Darren, I appreciate your input, and yeah, that's all fine and dandy, but you're way off base here. Maybe I'm thinking the wrong girl then. Yeah, who are you still thinking like a girl from? I just saw her on a commercial. I go, wow, she's holding up pretty good. Well, Brooke Shields was on a tooth commercial. Is that the one you're talking about with Crest? Dude, you're going all the way back to Blue Lagoon on this island right now. What the hell? <laughs> yeah, creeper. You went back to Blue Lagoon. I didn't go I'm asking island questions. It's not that hard of a jump. Freaking come on. All right, go ahead. Finish it up. No, that was it. We're done. Joel has a fun island. I would love to hang out and party there. Joel, thanks for being honest on the island questions. Um, that was that was really cool and what a really cool insight now that that was really cool man I'm thank you very much to go. Is, do i get a trip out of this to go there with everything i asked for uh carnival cruise line if you're listening we'll sponsor you no problem all we need is just one charter boat to an island somewhere that has all the stuff that joel listed off on his island because it does sound fun i mean to hang out and eat pizza with the dalai lama and then roll over and uh, give it to the the uh, Jennifer Aniston. I mean, while and when drinking you, Samuel Smith, while drinking yeah. Sam Smith, and then if you really want to yeah. piss people off, hey, play Monopoly with them. That's the fastest way to do it, right? <laughs> <laughs> At least that'll take some time on the island, and kill you. All right. So with that, Joel, great. Thank you very much for taking part of on the island. Uh, we got some more uh, coming for you, so just hang tight and. Uh, you, everybody out there, hang tight for the next episode. We'll be right back.